rolling with it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Have You Ever Played podcast, the only high-fructose podcast on the internet. Oh I'm God. Matt, a.k.a. Matt Fondude, and I'm with my co-host as usual. Yes, I am James, a.k.a. James O4E, high-fructose enjoyer. Yeah, I think they caught your let's roll with it toward the intro, so that's a secret cold open for the Sick. fans. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, James and I were having a brief discussion before the podcast about some of the formatting of the show, and I, I've officially dubbed James the Quiz Master. Yes. James will now be handling trivia and quiz, which has been a segment of the show for some reason now. Um, it is the mail segment where people can email us at hyeppodcast at gmail.com, which I should actually yes. check right now. Um, people can email us questions at hyeppodcast at gmail.com. But when we don't have any good questions for the week, we have dubbed the new section, the trivia corner or the weird icebreakers corner. And James is the trivia master. Yes. How do you feel about that new uh, job title? Uh, you know, I'm excited for it. It seems like it'll be a, a great experience. It'll bring us lots of success, lots of happiness, uh, and lots of silly questions. Oh, silly is a key word, too. In our search yes. for finding trivia, using the words like silly and icebreaker and just like like funny, quirky questions, just like something, some top 100 AI-generated BuzzFeed questions are kind of our wheelhouse on this uh, yep. here podcast. This is this tab is so bright. <laughs> oh my god! So we don't have a video component to the podcast yet. Uh, that'll come at some point. Um, but for the listeners at home, every single time James changes a tab, his whole face is illuminated like a sun has just blasted him in the face. Yeah, this is like. This is the purest white that I, I've ever seen on a website. <laughs> I can see it's like daylight oh white God. reflecting from your eyeballs. Okay. Anyway, uh, we have some form of uh, some form of structure on this <laughs> podcast, but I'm breaking the structure a little bit today. Before we talk about our weeks, I just read a news story, and by news story, I mean uh, it's on, from ComicBook.com. So take oh that boy. with a grain of salt. Uh, apparently, according to the headline, uh, we might be getting some PlayStation 1 and PS2 and PS3 games on Steam. Now, Ooh. that headline is kind of stupid because I read the article and then I did a little research from the article. And um, basically what they're talking about is there's a leaker on Twitter who I don't know of any... Like, I don't know if they're of any renown. I didn't get that deep. They're called Oops Leaks. I think it might be a, oh uh, it might be like a leaking, like, uh, you could submit leaks to it and then it's like a, an aggregate or something. Oops Leaks. Probably should have did a little they're, bit more research. They're a leaky boy. But I did about as much research as the article because it's like a two paragraph article. Mm -hmm. And it literally says, this is completely unofficial. Take this with a grain of salt. We don't know. It's, it's a rumor. But. I do think, and I wasn't going to even talk about this on the podcast, but I do think there is actually a possibility that this might be true, specifically with the Metal Gear games, mm -hmm. because, one, we haven't gotten a re-release of Metal Gear Solid, like, 1, 2, or 3, or 4 on a PC, although we kind of did, because 2 came out on PC. There was a PC release of 2 uh, on good old Damn. games, which... Now is not available, so it was available and is has not been available for a while, which kind of makes me think they are actually going to make some sort of like they'll maybe they'll port the HD collection they did for PS3 and put it on PC, which I'm Damn. I feel like they might, but it's they're gearing up to make a move. I'm, I think so, but it's Konami of current state, so it's yeah. probably going to be done in, like, the scummiest way possible. Maybe a GTA <laughs> Definitive Edition situation. Oh, no. All they have to do is just port the already existing game games mm -hmm. to Steam, but I, I fear that they might not do it right or justice. But mm -hmm. it does... It is a thing where, like, Metal Gear Solid 4 is locked to PS3. You cannot play that game. I mean, you could emulate it, kind of. Um, 
but otherwise it's locked to PlayStation 3. They've never re-released it. And uh, do you do you have you played a lot of the Metal Gear Solid games at all or any of them? Um oh, it's been a while. I I've only played them like at a friend's house like on their PS2 when I was like younger. Mm-hmm. I haven't like fully owned one and played it before. So they did they were re-releasing them and remaking them and they were accessible for a while like the first metal gear solid game on ps well the first solid game um on ps1 mm-hmm. then got the remake on gamecube which was like twin snakes which is kind of a weird remake like uh, there's a reason to play both games they're kind of like a weird thing mm-hmm. um then two was on ps2 and two and three and then two and three got added to like an hd collection and they were also ported to like 3DS and like Vita and all these other things. But mm-hmm. 4 has just been locked on PS3. And there's a lot of games that are locked on PS3 that have not escaped. Um, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World was locked on there for a while. Oh, yeah. That's a great game. It's on Steam now. Yeah. Um, but it was locked to like the PlayStation 3 and Xbox like DLC store. For a really long time. Yeah, I actually remember that. I I played it on Xbox 360, and I remember the the whole drama. I think I think it was like when the next gen consoles came out. I think you couldn't you couldn't play them play them on the next gens anymore or something like that. Well, that game also had the weird thing that some games have, where the licensing ran out mm-hmm. and they couldn't sell it anymore. Kind of like what happened with the Lego Lord of the Rings game where that game got taken off Steam for a while because mm-hmm. of the licensing, which is horrible for, you know, trying to get games. And there's, yeah. a, there's a lot of stuff like that with, like I said, with the GTA collection. You can't buy the original versions of the GTA releases on Steam anymore. I think you can buy them on, like, Rockstar Games' website or something through what? their horrible launcher, like their social oh, no. club or whatever. But... You can't buy them on Steam, mm-hmm. so you're kind of forced to buy these versions. And you know what? Mini rant. I, I don't want to talk the entire podcast because I feel like I do that a lot. But <laughs> I uh, the the game Dragon Quest. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know which new numer- which Roman numeral Dragon Quest. Uh, let me see. Dragon, Dragon Quest. Quest IV. No XI. Dragon Quest XI. XI eleven. Yes, Eleven, Echoes of an Elusive Age, has one of the stupidest Steam releases of all time. And I don't... Okay, they they had a PC version of the game. And -hmm. the PC version of the game uh, was on Steam. And I bought it for, like, full price. It was, like, $60 or something. And I didn't play it. And then they released a new version on Steam called Dragon Quest uh, Eleven S, which is the Switch... It's a port of the Switch-improved version so it is a port of the Switch version, which is a visual downgrade in some areas, but has a completely different soundtrack and extra content and is the definitive edition, but there is weird changes. So it's one of those situations where it's like you could play the original, mod it with the old music or something like that. There's a bunch of, there's no good way to play it. And then they don't even sell the original version anymore. So now I have both versions sitting in my Steam library. And I had to rebuy the second version, the Switch version. Oh they didn't give God. me any discount. No discount. Some Sometimes they'll give you, like, when Death Stranding had director's cut, if you owned the game, they would give you a discount. You, you could pay yeah. five bucks, get upgrade. No discount. Rebuy the $60 game. But I didn't Man. buy it $60. I bought it on sale. But still, now I haven't played the game still, even Man. though I own both versions. End rant. End rant. Have you ever had a thing like that happen to you with like weird versions of a game? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't believe I have, but that's part of it is because when there's a game that I like really like, I I feel like I haven't had a game that I really like come out with another version after it was released. Like I remember I bought I bought like the most expensive version of Doom Eternal. <laughs> Like, I pre-ordered it, then I proceeded to not play the DLC. That was really funny. <laughs> I still haven't. I have the DLC. I just... I just never, like, it's never the right time and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, no, I don't think it's ever, ever really happened to me. Do you find that you don't often go back and play DLC for games? 
like um, expansions? It depends because like I I feel like some harder games, it, it's kind of annoying because like it, like um, for something like Dark Souls or or Doom, like you know it, I I play them for a while and I kind of get in a groove. Uh, and it's like I don't want to. I don't really want to put it down and pick it back up again and be like rusty. So that's a big part of why I haven't played the Doom DLC yet. But uh, I'm trying to think. Have I have I really gone back and played DLC for other games? I mean, not not in recent memory. I did when I was younger. But yeah, I don't, I don't do it so much anymore. Mostly because I don't I don't very frequently buy new games that are gonna have DLC. See, I kind of feel the same way in terms of the rustiness, especially when you're talking about Dark Souls. I think Dark Souls 2, uh, specifically with their DLC rollout and how it was kind of spaced out. There's like three, I think, DLCs. Yeah. Um, I had played the first DLC and was like, this is fine. And then I, I think, played maybe some of the second one and then didn't even touch the third one. And... Mm-hmm. I think with Dark Souls and those Souls games specifically, the DLC always kind of feels tacked on. Even even in Dark Souls 1, where I think it's probably the... Dark Souls 1 and Bloodborne, I think, have the best DLC. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they do feel almost... Like, when am I supposed to do this? Because... Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I agree. I, I also feel like, it, in Bloodborne's case, what was a little weird to me is... They actually did consider New Game Plus of the DLC because it like the location in which you would actually activate the DLC was, I believe it was relatively early on. So obviously they don't want you to do it on a new game. Um, but yeah, I, I do think that some other games, they'll like have like even some other Souls games, they'll have it like the DLC is just in the middle of the game, and it's like, well, I don't I don't really want to start a new playthrough right now. I just kind of want to play the DLC. It feels a little odd at times. Yeah, I, I think there's two distinct mindsets going into the DLC. It's either the DLC hasn't come out yet, and then you have to return to an old character, like you were saying, and then you're rusty mm-hmm. and it's weird. Or the DLC is already out, and you have to determine, like like you were saying, like it's in the middle of the game. Should I go nip into the DLC, do all of that? And usually that happens like, it's like, all right, I guess I'm about to fight the final boss, so I guess I'll go do the whole DLC and then come back and then fight the final boss, mm-hmm. which is usually easier because the DLC is usually like the super bosses in those games. Yeah. What I also find interesting about DLCs, and this actually reminded me, there is one game I did come back to recently for the DLCs, uh, and that was Borderlands 3. And that's because I think with loot-based games, uh, as at least for me with Borderlands 3, I would like sign on every day and do like a, a grave ward farm or something like that. You know, I just like kill it a bunch of times. Well, some I, I even got so good at it. I remember I remembered like the exact place I needed to shoot without even looking at the screen that I would literally do homework while I'm doing <laughs> it. And like this is an FPS. So I actually had to like like aim and stuff. So that, that was like pretty funny because I was yeah, I was like my third or fourth year of college. I can't remember which. I think it was third year because it was pre-COVID. But mm-hmm. But yeah, and I, I would come back to that game pretty frequently whenever they would whenever they would drop a DLC, kind of complete the DLC, do the farms that it needed to do, and then just chill. Um, part of it might be because it didn't it isn't a very hard game, uh, and I did I did notice as they released the second uh, wave of DLC in the season two of the of the in the second season pass, I almost said season two battle pass. I'm like, oh, oh god. god. Um, yeah, in the, in the second season pass, uh, I think the DLC was it was weird. They had like a sur- a whole survival mode, and it was almost a battle royale. Like you you would drop in on a part of a map, and there'd be like enemies all around you, like uh, AI and stuff like that. And I think it, it was kind of a speed run thing, and you would get different loot depending on how fast you did it, or like it was either that or you would get you'd be able to keep the loot you got from it. It was it was something in there. Oh, it's like dungeoneering from RuneScape. Yeah, yeah, DLC. yeah. Kind of like that. Or Crystal, whatever it's called in old school RuneScape. Yeah, but it, it was a little weird. Then there was, they had like, that, I think they called that the, the designer's cut. And they had mm-hmm. the director's cut, which was like a bunch of cut missions and stuff like that. And they were all for this character named Ava, who nobody liked. Oh. <laughs> so that was interesting. Um, I mean, Borderlands yeah. 3's cringe, horrible story and dialogue and general oh, vibe aside, 
Um, I think the Borderlands games actually do DLC really well. Yeah. Going back to even the first game with like Dr. Zed's Zombie Island, which I think mm-hmm. is one of the like more well-known and influential DLCs in a game. Yeah, I think the saddest part about Borderlands 3's DLC being or story, like the main story being pretty disappointing for me, is that the DLCs were actually great. Like they were very well written and they were very fun. And I I from what I understand, the I think it was the same writers. So I guess it was just the maybe the pressure of having to do a main story and like, you know, stakes being higher and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's quite interesting. You look at the contrast and it's it's not like you can't you can just not play the main story because I think you need to have the main story finished to do the DLCs. I think something like that. Borderlands 2 may have seen some success with their humor and it's the same kind of humor that's in 3, but it's also it's it's like the humor of Borderlands 2 but transplanted into current year in 3 and 3 is also like they push a lot of some extra like annoying stuff. And I, again, I haven't even really played the game mm-hmm. that much. I played it when it came out and was kind of turned off by the story. Um yeah so i personally think that i think that there is there are some differences with the humor because i think that for one the characters weren't as good in borderlands 3 it felt like the screen time for some characters was all over the place um it it felt like it wasn't really respecting the the history of the series very much i i believe the writers were different i can't remember though um and you know people didn't like the new characters very much i i don't like the comedy wasn't fundamentally different but the way in which the characters ha- were handled was very different. And it also seemed like the comedic timing was off because it was a much, it, it was a slightly more serious story, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but w- since we're talking about video game writing comedy, this actually brings me on to a, a, a rather hot topic lately. Um, have you heard it all about Forspoken? I have. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. The only thing I know about that game is that it's triple A game, I think, PS5 game, and everyone seems to hate it. And it doesn't run on computers because it's apparently unoptimized or something for yeah, PC. Yeah, it's, so it's not very optimized. Um, They did like a face scan or something like that for the main character, but it doesn't. It wasn't done too well. So people <laughs> kind of make fun of that too. Like it looks, it just looks a little uncanny. Um, But what I found really interesting is... uh. People were talking a lot about the dialogue, um, and it was uh, what many people now as we call MCU dialogue. You know, the characters are saying very, well, first of all, they're very excited. Second of all, they say very, like, uh, cliche phrases like, oh, he's behind me. He's behind me. Isn't oh, that very kind of quippy. Stuff. Yeah, very quippy. Um, and then another game came out. Um, I don't know if you've heard about this one. Hi-Fi Rush. Hi-Fi Rush I have not heard of. Um, so I believe it's a it's a Bethesda game, I think. Yeah, let me look it up really quick. Bethesda, the creators of the Doom series. I believe so. Let me check. Uh, which is a yes. reference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, the game that I didn't play the DLC for. Sad. Uh, so, yeah, it was developed by Tango Gameworks, but it was published by the Bethesda. And they actually did a surprise launch. They didn't announce the game until the day it was released. Interesting. Um, and so the concept of Hi-Fi Rush is it's basically... It's like a beat 'em up game, but mm-hmm. your attacks sync with the beat of the music that's in the background. Oh, that's cool. Um, and so it's like a thirty dollar game. It's like six hours playtime, roughly, and it has very a very similar dialogue style to Forspoken. Um, but it it didn't get much criticism because it's a it's a very self it's very self aware. It's kind of over the top. You know, it's like a cartoony style game, and they're going for like a a Saturday morning cartoon kind of vibe. Uh, it's very much the the narrative is very in it's very much driven by the music and the aesthetic whereas with forespoken it's a little bit more of a realistic and serious game and it's also another open world uh you can run around and do anything kind of game so i think that people found that the tone was clashing very heavily with the actual environment that you were in and it's just kind of been a whole back and forth on social media and stuff where people are like well you know, you don't like Forspoken, but you like Hi-Fi Rush. What's what's the difference? You know, obviously people are citing all sorts of uh, different things surrounding the characters in the game and, you know, possible reasons why people might like one and not the other. And mm-hmm. I, I thought it was an interesting conversation. 
I'm looking at the game. It's also seventy dollars too, which is that yeah, new AAA yeah, pricing that's... model. Yeah, I think Forspoken was uh people were calling it the poster child for seventy dollar games, which is I don't know about that, but here's my uninformed take on this whole situation. I assume just by looking at the reviews, there's a lot of positive reviews, a lot of negative re- reviews. I feel like this game, once it goes on sale for like twenty dollars, people and like time has passed, people will probably enjoy it. I'm sure there'll be a crowd of people who are like, "Oh, this is actually really pretty good." Mm-hmm. I just think that elements that you're talking about with like the characters and I don't know people perceiving them as being cringy, uh, and then also the elements of AAA game. And it's expensive and also doesn't run on people's computers. And it's supposed to be this whole next gen. I think there's a lot going on right now in in the fact that it just came out and people are, you know, talking about it. I pretty much completely missed this. It's like completely passed by mm-hmm. me. And the only reason I even know about it is from memes and people talking about it. The con- People talking about the controversy, which I don't even know what really is going on with it. Yeah. I've spent enough time on Twitter that I'm I'm fami- I'm rather familiar with it, but yeah, somebody who doesn't do that as much wouldn't wouldn't get wouldn't be as as educated on the topic. Yeah, well, I haven't played it, and it, there's a lot of open world games that I'm trying to play right now, and maybe mm-hmm. when it goes on sale at some point, because it looks it really the reviews are mixed on Steam, and they yeah. genuinely seem pretty mixed. Um, I do think a lot of people note that it does not run on their computer at all, and optimization is like a huge negative for people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I believe it, the open world is, I don't know what they call it, like a, a gated open world, limited open world, something like that, where it's like, uh, you can only you can only go to certain areas uh, at certain parts of the game, like you have to progress through the game to get certain areas, so it's not like a fully open world Um which has its it has its pros and cons because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously it, it does. It can suck to feel like your freedom is being restricted. But at the same time, sometimes being able to go literally anywhere can clash with the narrative a little. That's that's where the whole um, I, I think it was it was some like which Legend of Zelda game was it where you could fight Ganon right at the start? Was it Breath of the Wild? Yes, it's Breath of the Wild. Yeah, it, it's kind of like a similar thing to that where they they actually played into that. Um whereas some other games don't and it makes the it makes the actual player experience clash a bit with the narrative more than they would like. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I I don't know. I I'd have to play it to fully Same. understand yeah. what they what what the what the hub what what's the word? It starts with h. It's when people are like hubbub? Hun- yeah, the hubbub. Oh, hullabaloo, hub? another the h. Hullabaloo. Word? Y- yes. There's some SpongeBob episode that used that word. Hoopla is a the hoopla. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What all the hoopla is for? A lot of good about. h h exclamatory words. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at some of those reviews. A lot of them are like, "I got this free with my graphics card, and it doesn't run it well." And <laughs> which that's that's really bad when, when you so get the game sad. free with your graphics card and it doesn't run it good. No. Um, people's bad dialogue, bad optimization. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I got to play it. That's my take. Mm-hmm. My, my non-controversial take of just, I don't know. Simply play a game before you have an opinion on it. Mm. Hot take. <laughs> all right. Um, do you want to get into our weeks at all? My, my week yeah, sure. uh, pertained to playing Elden Ring. <laughs> that game mm-hmm. is so good, Elden Ring. I'm like hitting a new stride in Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, for for the folks who've been following my Elden Ring journey via the pod, I have now caught up to my previous playthrough. So I've gotten pod. to, uh, I I will Elden Ring spo- brief kind of spoilers. I'll try not to really spoil it. I've gotten to the snowy area with the big people. That's where I've gotten to. Ooh, based. Yeah, I don't even. Th- you're also not like that with your Elden Ring. I for- I always forget. Have you ha- you're like playing it on and off too right we're like yeah um so yeah i'm still in the stage where i'm trying to level up enough that i can go to the royal capital um Mm -hmm. so this week i went to i discovered some of the underground areas like not the caves but like the the rivers 
Yeah, there's a so lot of to, those. Yeah, I went to Einsel River and mm-hmm. Sealfra River. So I fought the, I believe the Dragonkin Soldier or something like that. One of the guys that's like half dragon, he's big. Um, I, I don't even know who you're talking. Like, I maybe I know what you're talking about. <laughs> that's the crazy thing about Elden Ring. It's like you could be like, yeah, I, I went to the Beefer Castle and fought the King Beef and his cow posse, and you're like, when did that happen in the game? It's like, oh yeah, it, you know this area. It's like, what what area is that? It's like, <laughs> oh yeah, you talk to the jar, and he tells you to go through the the well, and it's like, okay. Yeah, so sure. there's a dragonkin soldier of Noxtella. Noxtella, I might have probably done that. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. it's not an exceptionally memorable boss. You just walk into a big room with some like giant sitting in a chair, and then this half dragon person just drops on your forehead. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also fought the ancestral spirit. Okay, that one was it was interesting. I thought it was going to be a lot cooler, to be honest, because I had to. I had to run around and light these like eight, uh, what are they called? These like eight pillars. Okay. Oh, it, it was a yeah. it was a pretty cool area actually. I really, I really thought it was like cool to go through. And then you know I go up to these horns of this this giant reindeer thing and it like teleports know, me somewhere. I literally can't tell if this is real or like I I know you're not lying, but it's like <laughs> you could just make up anything and I would believe you. Yeah, like, honestly. It, it's kind of, it is a little weird that you just had to light up all these things to get to this boss like i don't, I don't know i don't know if like I, I can't remember off the top of my head souls games doing something like that before because mm-hmm. i feel like normally it's like you you walk up and it's like boss well, if, if the boss teleports you somewhere then you, you kind of do it but you did have to light something in dark souls 2 for the medusa gorgon fight that oh, cool yeah, thing definitely where you have oh, to... I see. It's a Dark Souls 2 mechanic. Okay, that explains why uh, it felt bad. Oh, no, it's a Dark Souls 2 mechanic where you take a torch and you walk up to a... Uh, you climb a pile of rubble to a metal <clears> beam <throat> and you light the metal beam on fire and then it gets rid of the poison. Easy. Just just know yeah. how to do that. Just do it. Yeah, but the actual boss fight was pretty disappointing. It just kind of flew around a little bit and then like it was... It, like, landed and tried to kick me with its hind legs and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just whack you and it doesn't really do yeah yeah uh apparently there's like a like an other version of the boss fight i know unreal what uh, uncommon in elden ring <laughs> another version of a boss fight oh yeah um yeah I, I don't know it it was it was sad i i was actually going through this was in seorf seofra river oh yeah i was going through and there were these two like portals and I didn't mm-hmm. want to go to them because I'm like, I don't want to go somewhere else. I want to be here and finish this thing. And then I left. I'm like, damn, I can't. I feel like that dungeon or that underground place was really small. And then I looked at the <laughs> map on the wiki and I'm like, wait, I'm yeah, actually no. supposed to go through these portals. There's a lot. Um, by yeah. the way, uh, so have you been doing any side quests like in depth at all? Um, I did the uh, oh, crap. It was this Volcano Manor. Oh, OK, uh, I did some of those. Yeah, cool. Yeah, like the assassination uh, missions or whatever, uh, where you like invade. So I fully took it upon myself this playthrough to take on as many side quests as possible with the guides and all that. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, one, they're very convoluted. Uh, you basically need a guide to do most of them efficiently, like to actually yeah. like complete them. Mm-hmm. But it is probably some of the coolest side quests in a Souls game. I did the uh, Ronnie the Witch quest line side quest line which is oh uh, yeah substantially long yeah i and... think i i almost did that one but i i like got to one of the first places and it said like you have to come here at night then i came there at night and nothing changed so i'm like okay oh. i'm gone yeah i don't i don't know what you did but um it was a pain to honestly it was a really big pain because there are so many interconnected quest lines that break if you progress too early in other quest lines um i did a quest line for so i did a quest line for a character that gives you an item i'm gonna keep it vague i guess there's a quest line that gives you an item that you can give to three other characters in the game and uh depending on which character you give it to changes something 
but this character who gives you the item will be killed by another character in a different quest line if you don't do their quest before you do the their another person's quest line. What? But you need to, in order to get a certain item, you need to start another character's quest line and progress enough into that where you can then give them the original item, which then changes a quest line, and then there's a glitch that may or may not work where if you kill that person, you can get their armor set but also complete the quest line with bug dialogue. And then if you go talk to the NPC, he won't work at first, but if you buy an item from him, it'll fix part of it. And then you run away, reload your save and then come back to him and then talk to him and continue the quest line and then go back and to the shop. Then you should be able to get the item that you needed to get. And then you can continue the quest line and then that character dies. And then you could, it's like 15 things like that. And I spent yeah, hours like intertwining these quest lines to get exact the exact playthrough that I wanted, and it was slightly frustrating. But I'm glad I did it because there's a ton of content that I would not have seen otherwise. That's classic Dark Souls right there. Yeah, I it, and it also it made the quest line made me feel something, like I actually mm. cared. There was two moments during this quest line where I actually cared about characters in a Souls game, which is crazy. Yeah. Oh, and actually, there's one other thing I did. Um, the like half wolf guy. Yes, was in Blade, all the Blood, Blade. His name, Blood. His name is <laughs> looks spelled like Blade, but it's yeah. pronounced like something else. Blood. Yeah. I don't know. So I um, I came across where he's supposed to be like Blade. randomly, and I heard him like howling. And I went to the source of the howling. And he wasn't there, and I, I got to like do a st- do a stance. I'm like, I did a stance, and it didn't work. And then oh, yeah. I I was walking out, and there was this giant bear that just attacked me and like i killed the bear i'm like okay i gotta go to the wiki or something for this or reddit <laughs> and they said like okay so you need to go to this merchant who yep. didn't appear in my playthrough yet for some reason mm-hmm. um and it'll give you this the the pose or whatever that you need to do. i'm like okay snap and then yes. the next thing they said is make sure you don't kill the giant bear <laughs> yep <laughs> if you kill the giant bear he will be hostile the half wolf man will be hostile. I'm like, wait, what? I've killed like ten of these in my playthrough. What are you talking about? Also, they literally attacked me. Your enthusiasm for the giant bear is like clipping the mic in a weird static way, which we got to figure out for the Sick. future. But uh, you know what? We'll keep it. It turns you into like an electric villain. But oh you know what? We'll kind of vibe with it. Actually, you know what? Maybe turn the gain a little bit. Yeah, this little podcast minutia. We were we were adjusting the gain. I I gotta get another microphone for we gotta we gotta upgrade our equipment. But yeah. anyway, um, I know exactly what you're talking about with mm-hmm. Blyde. I think is actually his name. Um, I actually, when I first did my first playthrough without looking it up, did actually find the wolf and go back to the merchant and actually naturally did find that. Mm-hmm. Um. Which is, like, I'm shocked. there, And also getting the spirit. But, like, I did naturally find certain things. And yeah. you can... You can find NPCs on their quest lines while playing the game. Mm-hmm. And naturally find an okay amount of stuff. But if you really want to do a full quest line, like the, the Ronnie quest, you're not gonna know. You have to look at a guide, like... Yeah, you're not going to be able to figure that out. I mean, you could, but it, it would be you're also walking on eggshells because you don't want to progress the game without mm-hmm. looking certain things up. Because when I was doing that quest line, I was like, should I kill this boss? Is this going to break all the quest lines? And honestly, yeah. Elden Ring actually doesn't do that, really. Uh, they if you go to an area where an NPC quest would usually continue They'll, their quest line will just skip to that point for the most part. So you don't really have to worry about it. But you can miss out on seeing the NPCs in other spots and getting certain rewards. Yeah. Um, which, when I first played the game, I just skipped to Atlas Plateau. The first thing I did, which means, like, <laughs> half of the NPCs just didn't exist or, like, continued on their path. Like, they, they just moved on without you. Yeah. So... Yeah, as long as you don't care about NPCs, you can play through the game any way you want. But you, the game really kind of wants you to play a certain way and go to a certain set of areas at, at, at a time. 
Yeah, it's definitely one of the things that I both love and hate about Souls games. Mm-hmm. Is like the the way in which they handle side quests. It, it's actually it, it it does a very good job at giving you a sense of community because you always have to rely on you almost always have to rely on somebody else to fig- actually figure it out. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you're not like invested in the Souls community, and you're just kind of playing casually. You'll never you'll almost never be able to complete a side quest. Yeah, that like I I would 100% agree with that, and I, I would say it wouldn't matter with a lot of side quests in the game because a lot of them are just i mean a lot of them are just kind of cool i i'm i want to complete the side quest because it's kind of a cool character um i will say some of them give you crazy good rewards that Mm -hmm. like man i really want to beat the side quest because this reward is awesome um Mm -hmm. but Things like I don't think I would do the I don't think I would do the whole Ronnie quest line if I played the game a second time a third time I guess yeah um because it's a lot you know I don't know mm-hmm. it was worth doing it once yeah uh besides Elden Ring have you been up to any other gaming endeavors um mostly Apex a little bit of Dota and. Yeah, that's mostly been it for the week. Apex is uh, it's a very silly game. Uh, I'll I'll leave it at that. <laughs> Every week, it's just like I've been playing Apex. Anyway, moving on. Yeah, like... it's oh man, like uh, th- there are so many situations in that game that you get into that like they don't feel real. Like um, God, I, I was I was playing earlier today with some of my friends and we were running around and we were like entering a POI. And then I'm randomly like, wait, what, what's that glowing in the corner? I thought it was like a person. And I look around, it's somebody's entire inventory of loot just dropped on the ground. Oh? Yeah, and they had like really good stuff. And I'm like, what, what, what is this? Like, how, how does this happen? Maybe they, their pizza rolls were done and they had to just alt F4 to yeah, get like, the pizza rolls. Like, it's actually, this game is actually like, like a roguelike. <laughs> a roguelike with like really really bizarre environmental storytelling (laughs) because it's like there's definitely something that like because i wasn't here i missed something that happened in this game in the same lobby as me there there is some story going down that i was just completely unaware of and i want to know what what happened i have no way of finding out though because it's in the past I'm it's sure like, you could probably piece something together with body next to loot. I'm sure there is some sort of mechanic. Or no, some there, sort was no, of there was no body. Mechanic. Oh, there no was no body? body or anything. It was just loot tucked away in a corner. Oh, that is weird. Maybe they just yeah. threw it in the... That is that is strange. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... Man. Uh, Chalk it up to some Twitch streamer doing a no loot run or something. Just oh like, God. I'm pistol only. Yeah, but I don't know. BR is a, is a wonky genre, man. <laughs> Yeah, I cannot. I don't. I just uh, don't like the the random weapon stuff. I don't know. I'm t- yeah. I'm telling you, if you d- if you just think of it as like a multiplayer roguelike, it's actually a lot easier to to digest. Yeah, I, I think that mindset would help. But it's so yeah. funny. It's like I just want to play. Uh, I love battle royale games, uh, except um, I would just like to play a mode where you respawn and there's like eight v eight in a map. And there's mm-hmm. no random weapons, and you just have guns and loadouts, and it's like, oh, it's just Call of Duty. Uh there is a mode for that in Apex called it's called Control. They do it yeah. as like a limited time mode. It's like a nine v nine domination, basically. Yeah, um, I would get more into that than yeah. the random stuff. I'm pretty sure they're thinking about making it permanent. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe you could play it sometime. That'd be. They cool. call it the Titanfall Two mode. The Titanfall Two mode. They're never making another oh, one of those. Man, apparently they're they're all sorts of wacky leaks about them like implementing titanfall stuff like it's supposed to be like some capture the flag mode but it's it's like a capture the flag mixed with i don't know if you ever played oddball and halo yeah yeah it's like both of those mixed together and it's like on titanfall maps they should oh, implement God. functioning multiplayer into titanfall 2 that would be a cool implementation <laughs> <Yeah>. from apex <laughs> um <laughs> but i did a really bad thing Okay. I, I, I fell into peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Um so Battlefield twenty forty two is twenty dollars. Oh, no. oh no. And 
you know, every so often you want to play a Call of Duty, you want to play a shooty game, you know? And my friends, they're all playing the shooty game. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, it's 20 bucks. I could probably get 20 bucks of enjoyment playing with my friends in this game. Yeah. And I felt, I really don't feel good about the purchase because it's supporting yeah. a bad game and bad practices. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't played it yet. I will play it at some point. And I honestly, even in, even in the best Battlefield game, I never really liked them that much anyway. Yeah. But. You know, it's been too long since I've had a game where I can just have a gun and run around in. Because that's fun sometimes. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. My thing with Battlefield I kind of that I kind of realized recently is what I really wanted out of Battlefield was just the, the like, sheer chaos. Like, all the crazy moments and weird things that happen. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that I, I get enough of those out of Apex that so I just don't have, like, the, the itch to play many other shooters anymore, really. I feel like it's like the expectation versus reality thing where it's like mm-hmm. expectation. It's just you clipping like C4 to like a motorcycle and flying in the air and like doing all the stuff. Reality. It's like you walking for 40 minutes to the enemy yeah. spawn and then the battle moves to another area and you're just yeah, playing with a bunch much. of other dads in the morning. It, it, yeah. I think Battlefield's a very dad. It's a big yeah, dad it's an game. Extremely dad game, which is not bad. It's just like. You're, you're just getting on it's kind of chill in a way you go on like one of those servers they have like 999 like units or whatever one of those infinite conquest maps or something mm-hmm. you're just sitting on there and you're like all right well i guess i'll run a snipe someone i don't know it is it's got a vibe to it yeah I've, I've had fun with them in the past i mean battlefield 3 i think was uh outside of the bad company and all those i think battlefield 3 was probably a solid game that a lot of people enjoyed and a lot yeah, of fun really, was had. Yeah, I really liked Battlefield 3. It was a really fun game. Battlefield 1 I actually enjoyed too a good amount. Um I think they copped out like I enjoyed the rifles and all like the really slow weaponry. I think they copped out by adding like Tommy guns and stuff. So it's like, "Oh, look my SMG." It's like, yeah, "Okay, it, come on." I think the reality is they that at that time with shooters, everybody all these all the devs thought that people were just sick of like modern games and they wanted like World War II again. And there was a small part of the community that said that. And then people actually got like World War One, World War Two, and they were like, "Wow, this shit, this stuff is uh not what I expected. It's not it's not fast, fluid spray gun, running gun stuff." See, I like slow one bullet garbage. That's kind of why I like Hunt mm-hmm. Showdowns combat. Like, I want shitty bad one musket ball one bullet or like a, like like uh manual reload revolvery things i don't know i like yeah, that I actually i actually really want to play hunt showdown eventually yeah get it i'll play uh we can play it i haven't played it in a while uh, get it on sale it's like 15 bucks usually when it goes yeah, on sale see. i need to add it to my wish list our other shooty game we got to check out is plants vs zombies still what why is hunt showdown 2483 right now is it on sale? Uh, I think so. So the base game isn't on sale, but the starter edition is. What? The base That's... game is $40, but the game with the starter edition is $24.83. That's a weird sale. That's... <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I... <laughs> what? Yeah, that something's weird with that. I don't know what the deal is. All right. Well, anyway, you're the quiz master. I think we'll just bring it yep. over to James Quiz Corner. And um, this this normally is a segment to send us messages to our email. And our email is, once again, hyeppodcast at gmail.com. That is the hyeppodcast at gmail.com. If you want to correct us on how wrong we are about everything we say on this podcast, please send that mail there. Um, All right. So you've got 139 video game trivia questions. That'll reveal if you're an expert of the gaming industry. All right, hit me. Um, and so the format of this is basically there's a question, and then there's a comment section. And in the okay. comment section, the creator of this article... Oh, God. Okay. Name, I, I'm so sorry. Zydrun Trucanaviciute. Okay, Zydrun. Uh, uh, yeah, he comments the actual answer. Okay. Uh, after people have like guessed for a little bit, this is like two months old or so. Um, okay. So first question. Yep. Which game is a life simulation game? <laughs> is it The Sims? It yes. could be any. It, okay. 
it actually is a sim. Yeah, I would imagine, but that's that, that's a genre of games. That's not one. Which game is which game is the game where you first person shooter? Like, yeah, okay, I don't know. Good. All right, this is right. interesting. I like it. All right, I'm gonna skip number two because it's literally <laughs> what is the other name of Doctor Ro- of the villain Doctor Robotnik? Uh, Doctor Ivo Robot Eggman. Yeah, it's, it's Eggman. Why would, why are you skipping that? Because it's so obvious. Maybe not to non-Sonic players. Are we I'll, non-Sonic you players? You know what? I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue with the Quizmaster. I gave you the title of Quizmaster, and I will allow you to skip as you see fit. I'm simply min-maxing our, our entertainment. <laughs> All right. Number three. What video game franchise has racked up over $1 billion in lawsuits? Oh. A $1 billion in tone. Maybe. All right. Big brain, I'm thinking maybe like Tony Hawk because people replicate it and they get injuries. Um, Call of Duty's big. Is you say one billion? Yeah, one billion. Oh uh, no, it's got to be something big then. It's got to be like a Call of Duty, a Halo, um, some co- some sort of Overwatch or something. I'll, I'll just say Call of Duty. Uh, final answer. Sure. All right. The correct answer was Grand Theft Auto. Oh, okay, that's another huge one. Is that because kids emulated it or something? Like they uh, replicated the behavior in the game, or oh, wait, might, the hot, it, wait, the just, hot coffee, probably the hot coffee yeah, mod. Yeah, like it's mostly like angry parents and stuff like that. No, I, I think and so. Also, also, the hot coffee thing, though. Yeah, is the answer because yeah, what probably happened was so. Uh, I think it was it which was it San Andreas that yeah, had the hot San coffee. Andreas. So the, in it wasn't a mod, by the way. So. In the files of San Andreas, in the game, for people who don't know, uh, there was this mini game called Hot... I I don't remember why it's called Hot Coffee. I think it's something marked in it or whatever. But basically, it was a, like, sex mini game, which never was actually intended to be in the actual game. It was in the files still. Yeah, it was, Um, like, cut content. Cut content. But it was on the discs, so like it was on PlayStation discs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in similar cases where stuff like this has been found on the discs, what they have to do is recall all the games and then reship them out or do that. And they probably took a huge loss. And also, to avoid an adults-only rating, they had to you know f- take that out of the game. Even though it was never meant to be seen, it was cut content. You could only access it by like data mining the disc, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's probably why it costs them a bunch of money. Yeah, there have been multiple GTA lawsuits, from what I know. That's not the only one, but that's the most, the most recognized recognized one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh boy, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog must collect what items in order to stay alive? Okay, the second qu- from the second or the third, I guess, question to this one. It's like, which thing is like, that's actually pretty good trivia. And then it's just like, uh, I assume rings. Yeah. Sonic has to collect rings. I just just love the way it's worded. Like as if, if I don't collect rings, I will slowly die. I mean, that's not wrong from the game. Oh man. Sonic has to collect rings. Oh, this is a good one. According to reports, Robin Williams named his children after what games? Zelda. Robin Williams, notable Zelda fan. Zelda Williams, shout out. Okay, there's two. Oh. So okay, Zelda's Z- one of them. Zelda Williams. I think at one point I knew the other one. Uh, I was I, I, I was so slick and cool. And now I'm a fraud. Uh, Can you give me a hint? Um, well, so the, the character that this that this that the child was named after yes was from a game with the initials ff final fantasy it is from a game with the initials ff uh i don't know really is is there a cloud williams walking around here no no way no way ff now i'm i'm only gonna think final fantasy that's probably not even right all right just give give me the answer i'm i'm a fraud so the other child is named Cody after after a character from Final Flight. I would Final Fight. Cody Final from Flight. Final Fight. Cody. Final Fight. Yeah, it is Final Fight. Actually, this thing is wrong. 
<laughs> said final, final flight. Final, he's final Cody the character. Flight. Is that even right? Wait, is that even right? Because Cody's like the character. He's in, he's like in his jail outfit, yeah. fighting because he's so cool and strong. Is that Cody Williams? Is that is that real? Cody Williams. Yeah. Was it really named after that? I don't know if that was. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know if he was named after that. That I don't know to, if that's To be right. honest, this could just be raw cap. Zelda Williams is right. Okay. So they just be talking out of their ass. We can't trust the quiz. I don't know. Oh, All right, yeah. that's a weird one. I've never All heard right. of that. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Next one. Uh, what game franchise did the creator creator pay to have negative press coverage to promote the game? Negative press coverage. Yes. Well, I know Earthbound had a really stupid marketing campaign where it was just this game stinks in Nintendo Power, and it's just scratch and sniff Earthbound stickers about how Damn. stinky and bad the game was. <clears throat> it's like our game is like rotten garbage. It's weird marketing oh, to God. like. It's it was the weird gross out marketing. It's just no, but it's also Earthbound, which is like this really like gentle game. I don't know. It was weird. Uh, that's probably not correct. No. Let's see. Games that it had it gave itself its own negative marketing to like make the game. Yes, they paid for it. Do you know what what console was this? What what generation we talk? Is it PS2? I bet it's like a PS2 era game. Uh, I, I mean, it doesn't really say. <laughs> I mean, look up the game. It's a franchise. It's a so, franchise. I mean... It's a little broad. <laughs> so, okay. so to to be exact, they paid to have negative press coverage. So it wasn't just like negative advertisement. Like is this like press. postal? I feel like I know. I feel like I've heard about this negative. I feel like I should know this. I'll, I'm going to say postal, even though it's not right. And also, they would not even have a budget to advertise. Uh, it was Grand Theft Auto. Again? Grand Theft Auto? Was it one of the early games? I have not. It literally just says Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> I feel this like this this so sounds familiar. Postal. Yeah, no. It wouldn't be. That sounds like something that the Postal 2 running with scissors people might do if they had a budget. Um, Grand Theft. I gotta look this up. Grand Theft Auto. Sorry, sorry to break the podcast. Oh, man. Uh, negative Press. I don't know if I'll... Okay. Hey, all right, here it is on Game Bite. What? Let's let's figure out let's figure out what they mean by this. How do they pay for a negative press? Does <laughs> What? They paid people to leave negative reviews apparently to gain I guess it was to make outrage or something. Oh, okay. So I, I assume what they, this is probably all unconfirmed. What I'm assuming they're saying yeah, is they probably. paid people to write reviews where it's like, your this game is so bad, like your kids or whatever, mm. or protect your kids. And by doing that, it would make kids want to play it more. Mm -hmm. So by having the negative outrage, it would give them exposure. Okay. I mean, I I feel like the, tr the real trivia is understanding the answers to the quiz. Yeah. All right. Next question. What does the name Nintendo mean? Okay. Um, they were a game... Well, they were a Hanafuda card company and a toy company. Um, I don't know... Oh, wait, doesn't it mean... Oh, is it like flower or something? Wait, doesn't it mean something? I'm an idiot. I, I feel like I know this, too. Well, I know they, they made cards and then toys, and it has some name... I can't remember off the top of my head. I'm a I'm I'm not an expert gamer. Does uh, it have something to do with flowers? I don't think so. Or something so, of play. So I I actually looked this up to confirm. Yeah. And the first thing I I see is Nintendo probably doesn't mean what you think it does. And literally the the first sentence says the common assumption is that Nintendo means and the literally the answer to they put that they put for this question. And then it says those assumptions, however, could be wrong. <laughs> So it's entirely, Japanese answer is, it's entirely possible this answer is not correct. Nintendo. I don't know. Okay, do you have any other guesses? No. Uh, apparently, it means leave luck to heaven. Oh, they, yeah, okay. That, I have heard of that. I have heard that. I think that... Was that written on certain things? I I think... I, uh, but I, what I remember um, is I'm going to Pikmin 2. 
And I think there was something in Pikmin too, because you get a lot of old Nintendo stuff in that game. And I'm pretty sure something like that is on there, or they say it on um, other like love testers, maybe. Didn't the Nintendo love did the Nintendo love tester say that on it? Nintendo love tester. I'm googling Nintendo love tester. <clears throat> did it did it say that on there? I feel like I feel like I can gain some sort of cred for some of the stuff I'm saying, even though I can't yeah. remember everything. Matt's trying to get his gamer street cred. Back. I, I am trying. I I I swear, guys, that I've spent a stupid amount of time with gaming, but it's all yeah. like vague memories from did you know gaming episodes man matt you're not an expert of the gaming industry that's not a bad trivia question i mean it's maybe not yeah, correct a but that's a pretty okay yeah, apparently question. that's like a direct like a direct like literal transit translation of like the the kanji for, hmm. for nintendo um all right what was the first video game character in the macy's parade oh wasn't it sonic yes this this person really yeah, likes sonic they really they love sonic yeah Okay. Uh, what country tried to put a ban on midnight gaming? Oh, midnight gaming. Um, country midnight gaming. I think a lot of places have weird laws about that. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not going to guess because I feel like there's a lot of places that have children laws and how you can play games after dark and stuff like that. Where, where is it? Uh, it is South Korea. South. That makes sense south korea because i i know like korea has and like when i've played any like korean mmos and stuff like that they a lot of those games have to have like fatigue systems put into them uh to limit people's gaming hours people will just grind in mm -hmm. certain games like especially mmos um they they have to like limit your amount of gameplay which i think is in, it's like fair enough in a way because i remember i spent way too long grinding on certain games when i was younger um mm -hmm. and but at the same time it's like it's kind of annoying to police but i, I don't know whatever yeah. moving on um all right this one's actually pretty interesting what game did the character sonic the hedgehog first appear in okay now what you would say like a human would be sonic the hedgehog but um i'm assuming it's a trick question yes it is which means he was probably in some other genesis -y kind of game or mega drive kind of game uh <coughs> let's just say alex alex kid because that's just a game that i know exists i know he's not in there all right the answer is rad mobile rad mobile this yeah. is a that's a all right that's a good piece of trivia if it's real, Rad it, it Mobile. Actually, I did fact check it. It actually is. It, Sonic is in it. I cannot confirm if it's the first one. Okay. Right, yeah, it says it on Wikipedia as first appearance of Sonic. <clears throat> I choose to believe it. That's pretty pog. Um. Hmm. All right. I, I've that's got a, like that's good. That's a good piece of trivia. There's like four or five freebies in a row right uh, now. Hit me with them. Um. This one might actually not be a freebie. You might not know this. Um, what female video game character would eventually be portrayed by Angelina Jolie in a movie? Oh, is this Resident Evil people? Um, she's Resident Evil people, I think. Is it Jill Valentine? Is that character from uh, Resident Evil? Am I stupid? No, it, no, it is Lara Croft. Lara Croft? Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. Never mind. The Resident Evil movies are like weird. All right, all right. These are some like actual uber freebies. Yeah. I forgot. Donkey I forgot. Kong is what kind of animal? <laughs> a pogger animal. Um, Donkey Kong is. Uh, I, I'm like I'm like second guessing myself because I know he's like an ape, but he's like a gorilla. It's not a gorilla. He isn't really a gorilla. He's like an ape. But like. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like he's a gorilla. I guess a, I don't know because he's not really a gorilla, but he's a big. But he's not a monkey because he doesn't have a tail. Diddy Kong's a monkey. Donkey Kong's like an ape dude. Does ape count? The 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 answer is gorilla. Okay, but like he is a gorilla, I guess. But like now that I'm thinking about it, he really does not look like a gorilla. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. Nintendo just says they say it's a gorilla, so it's a gorilla. I mean, I, there's nothing else he really would be. But <laughs> yeah, now that I think about it, like Donkey Kong really does not look like a gorilla. That's weird. Hmm. All right, which skateboarder has a video game series named after him? Oh, that's easy. That's Skate Three, <laughs> named after <laughs> Jonathan Three, the famous skater. <laughs> Uh, Tony Hawk's Ride, the greatest Tony Hawk game. Is that final yeah. answer? Yes, it is Tony Hawk. What's Mario's brother called? <laughs> Luigi Mario, are you talking about? Dude, this one was so obvious that the person who, the creator, their comment wasn't even the top comment this time. <laughs> they got ratioed on their own oh quiz. My God. Okay, what is the full name of Dota? defense of the ancients yes was that did you just put that in yourself or is that no, it actually, actually in there? it's actually in there yeah i would you have been mad if i got it wrong uh not really oh uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what is the oldest video game character uh the uh the block in tennis for two that one game we were talking about no um i i guess they're gonna go with what like that's kind of hard to what is a character like the pong paddle? Like, I think they mean, are they just going to say like jump man? Mar- it's Mario from Donkey Kong arcade or something like that. Oh, my. Th- this one's really, really funny because the, the creator, the like actual creator of the article got ratioed again, but he got like spam downvoted. <laughs> this is going to be a weird, that's probably a weird question. Cause whatever he put is probably not actually the first, like, cause it's like, what do you consider a character? All that. Um, yeah, just a jump man. I don't know. Uh, that- so he says the answer is Pac Man. He's negative. He has negative four karma on this. Oh. Um, and the top comment says, while I'm unsure of their names, any character from the Sumerian game published in 1964, 16 years before Pac Man. Should I give the amazing Pac Man fact that literally everyone knows, and it's a meme that or two? I'll give both of them sure did you know the developer of pac-man was gonna call it puck-man but he didn't call it puck-man because the kids in america would change it to say funny things that aren't puck-man so he's called pac-man because he goes paku paku and also the developer was eating a pizza and he put a slice out of the pizza and he saw it and he was like that's pac-man damn facts end it all right how long did marcus person how long did it take Marcus Person to create the first version of Minecraft? Oh, I thought it was just gonna be like, who is that? I'm like, ha, Minecraft. How long did it take it? Like, what do you mean, like the game? Like the first version of Minecraft. Just how long did it take him to make the first version? Probably not that long because if it's depending, like I don't know what like the first released version that you could buy I or like know. his prototype. I don't know. These questions are so vague. Because it could be like, oh, it took him like a week to get something kind of a working prototype. But like the first release, a couple of years, I don't know. Uh, th- Four years. <clears throat> Final answer. All right. So the answer is six days. Okay. That's what, and... I, thought. So that's what I thought. It was either going to be like his prototype was easy. And the creator got ratioed again. The top yeah. comment says only six days. And on the seventh day, he rested. <laughs> yeah, that's a dumb question. What a re- honestly a better question literally would have just been Marcus uh, whatever his name is better known as this uh, alias or whatever that probably would have been better. All right, yeah. this is another. Oh God, this creator's give me creator a, give me a couple more and then we'll call yeah. it a night. The creator of this article is a a person. No, uh, he's bl- some of them are bangers. Some of them have been good. Well, no, I'm, I'm looking at the comments. Blizzard Entertainment is most well known for what video game franchise? Oh, I thought they were going to say most well-known for well, there's various scandals. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say they're probably most well-known for World of Warcraft uh, or Warcraft or Diablo or Overwatch or Starcraft, but probably World of Warcraft. All right, so the guy claims the answer is World of Warcraft, but yeah. somebody with uh, who's literally the the spitting image of the glasses emoji says actually the franchise is actually called warcraft world of warcraft is part of that franchise i agree 
But actually, I would say that World of Warcraft is probably what would come to mind first of anything. It's like even though it is part of the Warcraft franchise, it is something I would say World of Warcraft specifically that title would come to mind when you think of Blizzard. Mm-hmm. All right, give me give me yeah, some give me a couple more and we're, we'll we'll call it. All right. <clears throat> What United States president was asked and declined to voice the in-game president character in Fallout 3? Ronald Reagan. No, um... Well, he was an actor. <laughs> oh, man. President? Fallout 3? Yeah. Wait, he was... Was he the sitting president, you said? No, no, no. A, for, a former president. Oh. Uh... Who... <laughs> Uh, who was it? Jimmy Carter? Who's the paint? Like he building houses no. and stuff? No, <laughs> Jimmy Carter. Uh, the answer is Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Isn't Jimmy Carter like building houses for people and doing all this stuff? I have no idea, man. Bill Clinton. <laughs> did he? At, he he did. Here's a little fun piece of trivia. Um, shoutouts to uh Chandler from Friends, aka what's his name. Matthew Perry, I believe, right? Um, he voices Benny in Fallout New Vegas, the checkered oh. shirt guy who shoots you in the face. Based. It's be- it's because uh, Chandler from Friends, <laughs> I think Matthew Perry. Um, yeah, Matthew Perry really was a huge fan of Fallout Three and played it a bunch, and I guess got in contact with them. Um, he tried to give Ellen on the Ellen show a copy of Fallout 3, I believe. I think it was Ellen. Let me look this up. Matthew pa- So this is important. Fallout 3. I- yeah, he's on Ellen, and he's like, hey, Ellen, here's a copy of Fallout 3. He just gives it to her. And it's like, Ellen, of course, like the least interested yeah. person of that. But um, cool. You know what? Cool. Um, it's a cool little tidbit. And with that, I think we'll end the pod. I- I'm Matt, aka Matt Fondude. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter. I don't use it, like, ever. But go to my YouTube channel or my Twitch. Or th- my s- listen to the podcast. I don't know. You're already listening to it. Hi. Bye. Um, James, who are you? Uh, yes, I'm James, a.k.a. James04E. You can follow me on Twitter, YouTube, uh, Twitch, which I'll use one day. I <laughs> promise. Uh, and, yeah. Uh, I'm the quiz master. <laughs>